Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Inflation, we're seeing good news, right? We've talked about this this week. Uh, the inflation rate down to 5.2% year over year. Uh, last month in February, that's the largest decrease in the inflation rate that we've seen since April of 2020 and down a bunch from, well, summertime we were pushing 10%, right? So uh, we're seeing some good signs there. Uh, if you're in Alberta, it's even better. Alberta's inflation rate um, down to 3.6% way below the national average. Edmonton crushing it, down from 4.3% in January to 2.7%. Last month, Calgary, 3.9%. So it looks like maybe, just maybe, the worst of the inflationary pressures are behind us and we're heading back into more normal territory. Unless, of course, you're talking about food. That just doesn't seem to be following the trend not even close we're continuing to see 10.6 percent inflation when it comes to food prices in canada february 10.6 percent barely budged still up at these ridiculous eyes so what's going on we're going to chat with dr sylvain charlebois uh, we've talked to sylvain many times about this very issue he is a professor of food distribution and policy at dalhousie university uh, dr charlebois thanks for joining us as always appreciate it my pleasure. So it's getting a little ridiculous here, Doc. What's what's going on with this stubborn inflationary pressure on food prices? Well, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. <laughs> uh, when I when I when I looked at uh, I, I I've heard many media reports yesterday, very negative reports about food inflation. Uh, it, when I when I looked at the data yesterday, I thought, oh my goodness, the Food inflation storm, which started about twelve months ago, is is ending. What? And, and, and yes, I, I think so. Uh, uh, here are the two reasons why I think that uh, you know the, the storm is is about to end. First, uh, the decline of the food inflation rate is 0.7 percent nationally, which is the which is the largest decline since uh, April 2021. So that's that's one thing. The other thing is the gap between inflation and true inflation. It's still at 4.5%, but it remain at 4.5%, which means that it, it is possible that over the next several months, uh, the decline of the food inflation rate will be greater than the decline of the general inflation rate. So in other words, uh, the the number of time we'll be spooked at the grocery store uh, is is likely going to decline over the next little while. So we're looking at a much smoother spring and, and summer. So I know a lot of people are looking. Oh, it's it's the seventh month in a row with double digits. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I, honestly, I think things are getting better. Okay, so give us a timeline here. We're seeing like 10.6%. Everybody knows. Everybody goes to the grocery store. They know what their bills are looking like. Um, when we Prices aren't going to drop anytime soon, I don't think. But when will they stop going up, do you think? Are you talking about a month, two months, six months? Oh, yeah. So I need to be clear here. So prices aren't going to drop. No, no. 
full stop. Okay, let's agree on that. They won't. There's a new baseline out there for costing. If you talk to any food companies out there, they'll tell you uh, wages have gone up, the cost of packaging, everything has gone up. So there's no turning back. Uh, so there's a new baseline there. Uh, however, that rate, that food inflation needs to drop because when it's at 10% or 9%, it's just not sustainable. It's hard to plan anything, promotions, loss leading, all that stuff that we actually enjoy as consumers. Uh, there's, there, are, there are fewer options to save when, when, when the rate is so high, but when it goes down to four, three, two percent, then companies can, you know, will start offering us more deals, probably I'd say mid-summer and a summer early fall. Okay. So that's something to look forward to. Can hey, you live with that? I, well, I mean, hey, we're going to have to. It's not like we have a choice. You know that. <laughs> um, when we talk that's about what's right. driving this, and you mentioned there's so many things, packaging, supply chains. I get a lot of listeners who say it's carbon tax. That's what's going on. It's the carbon tax, and it's going to go up again next month, so expect to pay more. How big of a factor? I mean, it, we, everything gets transported, so it definitely has an impact. Is there any way of knowing how much of an impact we can tie to this cause or that cause? I think it is, and it is a factor. It's hard to measure, though. Yeah. that's the thing. And uh, I, in December, when I was uh, in Ottawa testifying about food inflation, because a lot of people are basically pointing fingers at grocers, saying they're at fault, they're the ones increasing prices. When when you actually look at the entire supply chains, there are many factors that are actually making food more expensive, including our fiscal regime and the carbon tax. And what I've said to MPs uh, in December is that we have no idea how the carbon tax is compromising Canada's food affordability. We have zero idea. And and that needs to be resolved. We need to actually look into this. Now, I'm not taking a position uh, for or against the carbon tax, but we're slowly marching towards a carbon tax of $170 a metric ton by 2030, which is more than double what it is now. Right, exactly, yeah. 55 in April. You're absolutely right. It's going to steadily tick up time, uh, you know, over time. Um, you, you put out another really fascinating study yesterday, Sylvan, and I'll be the first to admit I never look at my bill when I leave the grocery store. I think my wife what? does quite a bit. We all need. We, oh we, my goodness! We need to be doing that, right? Yes. If you don't check your receipts, you're you're leaving money at the grocery store, probably fifty to seventy-five dollars a year, probably. Uh, for people who actually do look at grocery uh, store receipts, uh, listen, 67% of Canadians have actually found at least one mistake in last year. 67%. Wow, two-thirds. And Yeah, yeah, two-thirds. And so a lot of people, I actually do notice uh, an error every four times I go to the grocery store, maybe. Yeah, four or five times. So it, it happens, and it's not deliberate. It's just yeah. it's a it's a coding error. We actually, as a family, we go after those enjoy tonight deals. You know, they slap a sticker on the package. You show up at the cashier. The code doesn't really link uh, uh, the rebate to the price, so you don't get. You have to basically tell the clerk, "Listen, there's a fifty percent off there," and they have to manu- manually enter the rebate. Those are, that's the number one mistake that we see a lot. The other mistake that we see a lot is, uh, is essentially just, uh, weight conversions. That's another one. And, uh, and of course, 
uh, prices that may not match uh, prices you would find in the aisle. So bring a calculator, make notes. Uh, before you show up at the cashier, have a pretty good idea how much you should be paying for the stuff you have in your uh, in your cart there. And, and you make a good point. It's not like um, it's going to be a fight or like there's rules in place that the grocers agree to with a lot of these errors that happen, right? I mean, th- there's a system in place. So if you say, hey, well, this isn't what it said on the tag, there's not going to be an argument. You're going to get what it said on the tag, right? The vast majority of grocers in Alberta uh, adhere to what we call the scanner code of conduct. It's run by the Retail Council of Canada. It's been in existence for well over 20 years. If you find uh, an error on your receipt, uh, you can go to the customer service desk and, and ask basically for the grocer to give you that product for free if it's under $10. You will get that for free according to the code. Wow, there you go. You, yeah. you, you were saying in the, that, you know, in some cases, the grocer might actually say, hey, thanks. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> we kind of appreciate you well, coming the, to tell the, us. The, the question mark, I mean, the question mark I have what is if there if if it's a coding error if 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 the software is not right do they go back to the computer and fix the problem instead of just run that problem all day long and hoping that people wouldn't notice right because it there is a case in Ontario right now with Loblaw. There was a um, a computer failure at one of their stores, and for two three days people were overpaying for certain products. So that's the that's the one thing that we didn't look at, and I'm hoping that grocers will actually make a point of, you know, at the customer service desk things do happen. You and people at grocers tend to be very very accommodating. They will give you back your money and will give you the product for free, but do they fix problems afterwards? We don't know. Interesting. Okay, so check your bill. Don't just walk out of there. Exactly. All the, and don't wait until you're home because if you're home, you're not going to walk. You're it's not, not worth drive it. Drive back for your, for for a two dollar can of peas. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do it right then and there. Yeah. Okay. Great advice. Good stuff. Uh, thanks so much, Sylvan. Appreciate your time.